Hello and welcome to the No Holes Barred Witchcraft Podcast. Chris, I feel like I need a pep talk. Aw, oh, you had a bad week, love. I've had a bad month. I've had a bad time. I'm losing enthusiasm and I'm surrounded by depressed people. Aww. Kill him? No, that's frowned upon. And a lot of the depressed people I'm supposedly supposed to be helping. Or I kind of like them. Are you contractually obliged? Um, yes. Some. Oh, damn it. Um, do you want me to have a look at the fine print? No, what I'd like is I'd like a bullshit coping mechanism that will make me feel a little bit alright for a little bit of time but not really save, you know, not really fix the problem. The sort of thing you get from a self-help book but I'm not really too great at reading. I can't be bothered with all the reading. So I kind of want the enthusiasm that you get from reading a self-help book that empowers you but obviously I need the sugar crash at the end of it clearly. Okay. So what can so you say to me? does that mean I need me? to say something? Ab- Do I need to say something about mindfulness and meditate? No, we did that the other week. Well, give me some advice. That didn't help. Chris. Come on, because did I, that I thought help? that powerful witches and the like, like um, powerful kung fu masters, they come out with all of these um, little stories, little sayings. And uh, stuff that is supposed to help you cope with life in a very practical way. So come on. Okay. What's the best you've got? The best I've got is kill them all. Who am I killing? But that's where all my that's where all my clients have been going the last couple of weeks. Let's kill them all. What the underworld? Humanity doesn't need to be here. <laughs> you've been killing clients. <laughs> you've been dispatching people you're not supposed to. I haven't dispatched. Just talked about dispatching. Threatened. And made a few threats. Right. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, Liam. You are having a really tough time. I should, I should I be wanting to give time. you a cuddle, but I don't, I don't think that works on robots. I'm do not you, really the cuddly type. Do you type. need an oil change? An oil change? Do you need no, an oil change? No, I did change? that this morning. Oh God. Not what I meant. Did that not help? I threw the oil rag away. <laughs> oh, God. What? Okay, quickly changing subject. Do you need a factory reset? Um, maybe a soft reset so that I don't lose any important data. <laughs> See if I, that I don't think that's gonna. I Does don't think that that's ever gonna work? Help. It didn't work on my computer. No. No. For all you listening at home, Liam's had a really bad couple of weeks, um, to the point that I actually talked to him about astrology this week. That's yeah. how bad it got. What's going on with the astrology of the world, Chris? <laughs> Madame Chris, well, astrologer extraordinaire, <laughs> tell us the forecast of what's coming up. <laughs> it's only going to get worse, love. It's right. only going to get worse. When does my Saturn return end, Mr. Chris? I don't know. When did we look? We did look at that at some point. 
it was a practically a year, wasn't it? Yeah, how come mine wasn't so bad? I don't know. It's because you it's because you were wrong in it. But there's my Saturn return, and then there's all this other stuff that's going on, and you looked it up, and I have no idea what it was all about. But isn't every planet currently in retrograde or somewhat? <laughs> Pretty much. Or just it basically wasn't really... my favourite ones. <laughs> no, all of them. Like, oh, all, all the outers, them. most of the inners. By the end of this week, pretty much all the inners will also be in retrograde. I think the only one that won't be, I think, was Venus. But that right. was about to hit score. She's just as bad, really. Well, I've never put a lot of faith into this Mercury retrograde <laughs> crap because I've never found it to be that much. But I am certainly feeling it lately. And now when you're saying all the planets are in retrograde, maybe to take me down, it does require every planet <laughs> to be working against me. <laughs> maybe if it's just one or two or three, it don't really have much oh. impact. But if it's all of them working against me, then maybe this is why I'm feeling... Like nothing was working because there's a lot of people that are commenting that their magic ain't working and that they're all getting really shitty and depressed and stuff. And I have to feel, I feel like I'm worried to do stuff in case it all backfires and that. And I'm thinking, <laughs> well, I know technically what to do and how to fix the situation. What's bothering me is knowing that something's gonna happen and knowing that the then. I've then got to go and put it all right. I'm oh, okay. just tired, you know? I just feel tired with it. I'm plodding along oh. and taking one obstacle at a time, but I am trying to uh, plod along and just, yeah, take it one obstacle at a time. I don't know. You do some talking now. Well, so we, I think, did we decide we are going to call this one? Doctors make the worst patients. Oh, something wow. like that. Okay. Yeah, because I won't be told. But... You said to do a cleansing ages ago. I still haven't fucking done it properly. <laughs> what? I I oh, did a cleansing, but I didn't do like a proper one. You know. Oh, you mean you didn't go and do any um, sunbathing? I did the equivalent of washing one's hands. The magical equivalent of okay. washing one's hands. Which is good okay. for hygiene purposes, but you only normally do that before you're going to prepare a meal or after you've been to the toilet. If you don't do it, the deeper cleans, then fungus grows and shit. Yeah, all <laughs> sorts of nasty things happen. So, okay. So, I did it properly last year for mine. Granted, mine wasn't as long as yours, but I spent a whole month purifying last year. To make sure that mine, you know, rode out okay. So why didn't why didn't you follow suit, Liam? Well, ever since I did that naked ritual and got interrupted by all those people, my usual cleansing and clearing ritual that I do every summer, <laughs> I'm reluctant to now do that, especially with the luck that I've been having, because I was very, very, <laughs> I was happened across by several people. Luckily, they were all adults. But behind the adults, five minutes down the track, was a group of scouts or beavers or whatever the fuck it is they are. Um, <laughs> and that could have got me put on a list. So I'm thinking that 
<laughs> you know, I can adapt things and do a different cleansing ritual, but I like that cleansing ritual. I'm partly reluctant because I don't want to change my practice because I'm old and I don't like change. And also it's because like I can't change. be fucking bothered, you know? I just can't be bothered with it. Damn. I just feel like, oh, it's fine. Everything will clear. Everything will clear. It'll be fine. And then he just continues on and on and on. And I'm kind of like, normally it would just go with the general vacuums and uh, robotic vacuum. The magical equivalent of the robotic vacuum normally fixes everything by now. But um, if it keeps coming and coming and coming, then it ain't going to fix, is it? And with all this astrological bollocks that's going on, maybe I should take this more seriously. See, even the fucking thing is now not working. You still there? I'm here. Can you hear me though? I don't know. I don't know if that's his end or my end, but this is the, this is welcome to my life. Welcome I think it's my end. Welcome to my life. For a change. It's misbehaving. Are you there, Mr. Chris? Can you hear me? I don't know. He just said something about misbehaving or something like that. I said I think it's my end misbehaving. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Uh, yes. What's going so, on then? What are we chatting about today? Doctors make the worst patients. Yeah, we is chatting about the fact that you are having a really bad time right now. And part of that is Saturn right, what are you going to do about part it? Part of it might be the, co the cosmos against you. Well, I've already told you. You know what the problem is. I think it's a little bit of everything, if I'm honest. <laughs> so, you know, you need to, you need to get, get changing shit. And it. how would you recommend I go about doing that? Because doctors are well, supposed one, you need to a not fucking, prescribe their own medication. You need a fucking good cleanse. They? Doctors aren't supposed to prescribe themselves pills <laughs> and shit. So maybe witches shouldn't um, fix their own problems. Maybe they should go to other witches to fix their problems. So, so if I go to you, what would you do to fix my problems? I'm not fixing your problems. You don't pay. You don't pay me anywhere near enough. Hypothetically, what would you do? Okay, hypothetically, one, you're going to have to have a deep cleanse, either against your will, <laughs> or agreed. I don't care which, but you definitely need a deep cleanse, and I don't mean any kind of chakra bollocks. I mean you actually need to. So like a full-on colonic. We're talking. I was going to say we're talking a colonic. Full bleach the lot, colonic. Let's go. And how am I going to do because this Because I think that's the very then? least that needs to happen. How am I doing this cleanse? Well, Mr. Trump says you need to use bleach, don't you? That's how you get the corona. Oh, bleach to of. defend against the COVID. Yeah. No, okay. So you definitely you definitely need to go and get your fucking cleanse sorted. I cannot believe you've not gone and sorted at least an equivalent. I kind of get why you've not gone and done your traditional cleanse, but surely you would have done something else instead. Not really. I'm very I'm very I'm very shocked at you, Liam. Shocked. 
This is my shocked face. Well, I mean, you know... For all of you at home... I've been a bad witch. This is my shocked face. It's been very bad. So I'm thinking, obviously, I might have my own approach to doing this. But for the listeners at home that might be interested in how you might go about such an activity, a magical colonic... How does one do it? No, you and don't does need to one squirt, need essential, to squirt oils anyway. essential oils anywhere. So by a deep cleanse, I mean needs to be clean, cleansed inside and out. And I don't mean by, you know, sticking a smudge stick up your ass and lighting it. This needs to actually, actually be an inside-outside cleanse. So in order <laughs> to do that, you need to both cleanse yourself energetically and do a lot more than a shower. So for me, I would probably go, you know, because I love a good walk, Liam. As you keep pointing out to everybody, I love a good walk. Um, so I would make this, you know, the most, the hardest rock climb you could possibly do and flood your system with water the whole way through. Something like that. Something physically exertive while cleansing your body all the way through. So, and I'd, I'm, I'm saying... So sweat it out, you're saying. Sweat it out like you sweat out the fat. The diet pills make you sweat out the fat. Is that what you're telling me? Sweat out all the badness. You need to actually put some of that goodness back in. So for me, I do that with obviously mineral water that's taken from from source, uh, not bought at Tesco's. Um, but obviously for you, I'd probably go and bless it a few times um, because it's probably going to be needed. Um, I think you'd probably need to go and do at least three wells in order to make sure you've got the fully potent mix going through your system. That's easy enough for you. You've only got the Mendips and and uh, there's two in Glastonbury. You can go and uh, flood yourself through. But I would, normally it would be put enough fluid and then actually keep going until you've you've sweated it all out. And then obviously the energetic work needs to go in. So whether I would hope nobody listening to this would need me to explain that, but I'll do it anyway. Um, so an en- energetic cleanse would then involve balanced planets. So whatever that would be for you. So for you, obviously, it's going to have a <laughs> probably going to have to speak to Saturn to both balance itself and um, and deal with itself at the same time. Um, but for most people, that might be balancing. So, you know, if you're mercurial, then balancing out potentially with um, with Venus or potentially crossing over and balancing it with Jupiter. It depends on what kind of what kind of setup you've kind of got. Obviously, with Liam, Liam spends a lot of time dealing with the Saturnine. So probably would need to find something beyond the abyss to deal with that, to balance it out properly. Or go for the entire setup, especially as the entire setup is currently in retrograde. It might take the whole setup. Um... I was considering <laughs> going and getting a haircut by the norms. <laughs> okay, you wanted me to put you in touch? Which was another thing that actually went wrong, right? I had, I don't know what it is, it's some sort of resin from something I've been working with, get in my hair. What? And I couldn't get it, I had to cut it out. I tried washing it for about a week. Yeah, I know. It was It was literally, it dried like a, a rock on there. I tried all sorts of stuff. 
It's some sort of resin, but I don't know what the fuck it was, but I ended up cutting it off. I didn't throw it away. <laughs> I thought, hmm, a lock of my hair, I'm going to use that for something. And I did immediately think, hmm, this is a lock of my hair that's got a load of crap that really pissed me off in it. This would make a lovely symbolic <laughs> destruction as part of like a cleansing spell or ritual to kind of burn it or something, wouldn't it? And I'll be able to smell nice as well. It should not just smell like the hair. It, it depends what kind of like, resin it is. I don't know, frankincense or something. I'm not sure what sort of resin it is. But the thing is, Chris, the, the super witch in me feels that all of this bad juju is such a waste to let it wash down the drain. Shouldn't I be doing something with it? Who said anything Should about washing it down the drain? It and using it. Who said anything about washing it down the drain? Else? I certainly didn't. I'm saying, I'm saying expelling it. I said about expelling it out of your body. I didn't suggest for a second you'd waste that. Um, when have you ever known me to waste a good, okay. good juju, bad juju? Indifferent juju. Well, this is why I was just talking about this. This is why I said about it. So why are you talking about bottling it up then? Or directing it to someone? Either or. Me, I bottled it and, you know, gave us a white, a white Christmas. What you do with it is entirely up to you. What would you like to do with it? Give someone cancer? Well, I don't currently have any enemies that are still alive, so... I'm wondering if I want to keep it bottled up. And I'm I'm getting into me potion making of late. I keep getting everyone to make potions and shit. So I'm wondering if using a lot of the um, drawing type herbs that would normally be used in herbal medicine for drawing out splinters or things like that. I'm wondering if I should make a sponge potion and what form that would take and whether it will soak up the stuff that I'm expelling but then hold it ready for me to do something when I actually want to do something with because I don't have something that I want to use it for, you know? But I could possibly sell it, couldn't I? I could put it on the shop, <laughs> Liam's Bad Juju. I would not be buying any of that. Just warning you all at home, do, well, someone possibly do not buy that. It would make a wonderful. It would make a wonderful jinx. I think it'd do a bit more than a jinx, love. Well, no, because I'll just water it down homeopathically. Oh, okay, homeopathically. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You're gonna get your essence of Liam flower essence. Odor Liam. Well, it's not really essence <laughs> of me. It's just essence of all of the. Shit that I've walked through, <laughs> type thing. So you, said, you make know. it sound so I'm appetizing. Just I mean, we do have a shop, so we should be selling such things, interesting trinkets and the like. I could. There is no way on earth. Box and then have, um, written on the top of the box: "Do not open under any circumstances," and then just leave <laughs> it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, if I take you it could... down Willsbridge Mill and leave it on the bench, <laughs> I could hide in the trees with my phone and just video it. Because there's enough people <laughs> that walk past that. 
that <laughs> someone's bound to, you know, walk past in ten minutes or so. No, you, you've got to use it. You've got to use it to make one of those uh, cursed objects for your cursed object tournamenty thing going on. I'm sure it'd have just the right spark to go and curse an object. Ah, that's quite a good idea. Obviously, it'd probably have to be one of the higher-leveled ones after they've got through some other things because you'd need you'd need another super witch to bottle that back up again. I don't think it's that bad. I mean, it is just stagnant, sticky energy, isn't it? So, I, I, I don't yeah, think... But... It, if I just put that as the battery... Whatever it is, but I'm liking the idea of having something that someone gets tricked into opening up, like the old Pandora's box, or like that old tree that you weren't supposed to eat from. Um, okay. No, I don't, I don't know. We'll see. I quite like the box idea, but I'd, again, and if you're saying it's not enough, then maybe it wouldn't be enough to fuel an object like that. So sorry, I keep yawning. Um, but yeah, it really depends. I so anyway, what were we talking about? So we were trying to establish what you would do afterwards. So obviously, this would be balancing the cleanse. So you know, destroy, heal, um, has to all be in good spell casting. Has to be balanced out. So what would you do afterwards? to balance out what would what would make you happy Liam um, for you to uh, follow up this serious cleanse with I don't think he's a some people of... are going to have a spa day I, don't, I hate spa you're not days. really you're you don't like people touching you I so don't like how people are you going to deal with that and I don't like the spa thing where you have to go and take your clothes off in front of strangers and sit in the hot tub with them and you know they make small talk and stuff whilst you're sweating it, it don't seem therapeutic <laughs> to me. I don't really no. see what people get from it, if I'm honest. So what's what's your spa day, Liam? Well, I don't have a spa day. Like, I literally just said I don't like spas. But there was a certain no, thing No, but what's your equivalent? And that is... I've got a lot of coins that I found. An old coin collection. I'm thinking if I take one... That feels unlucky. And if I do me cleansing, I'll do some sort of baptismal cleansing. And put the coin okay. at the bottom of like a, I don't know, something and stand on it. And I'll do me cleansing and I'll let it wash away and I'll push all that energy into the coin. And I'll take the coin and get, okay. you know, the tiny little... They're like ring boxes, the little wooden ones we've got that we don't really use a lot um, from the works, the little wooden ones. And I thought I might put on yeah. it a little right on the front, do not open. And then I might write in the okay. lid underneath how you're fucked now, put the coin in it, close the lid and literally go and leave it in Willsbridge Mill. And then just see okay. if someone picks it up. Because it's coin. So people will be like, why is there a coin in the box? 
weeks and it'd be interesting as a social <laughs> experiment to see whether people will obviously we know people are going to pick the box up and open the box but whether people will take the coin out I'm wondering if they'll take the coin out or whether they'd be too scared. I could video the whole thing, apart <laughs> from the cleansing part, and put it on the the Witchcraft Live group or in the No Hole. But probably better to go in No Holes Barred, isn't it? Because that's where all the naughty no stuff is. No Holes Barred would love that. They'd eat it alive. Mm. They love it. No. But what? How are you going to balance this out, Liam? Or is that your treat to yourself? What do you mean treat? I've just said you've got to balance out a good old cleanse with something that's going to be that's going to be uh, you know enjoyable for you. We said a spa is not going to work for you because what, what, you don't why is it not be enjoyable? I'm just getting rid of the energy and replacing it with because you've got to treat yourself after that kind of you know okay. if you've had a colonic. There's no pleasure in the actual colonic. Although, to be fair, you probably would. I could buy a cherry pie from Tesco and a family... Because I used to do this, <laughs> this is what I used to do. On a Wednesday, i get the bus home. And I used to stop off at the bus. And uh, the family in that used to go swimming on Wednesday. So those would all be... You know, it would just be me and my older sister... I used to get off the bus, go in Tesco's, get a cherry pie and also get two of the fruit and nut, you know, the family fruit and nut bars. You get two of those. <laughs> and then I used to go back home and we were allowed to watch, we watched television and I used to scoff it all because you had to eat it before the, before the grown-ups come because A, we weren't allowed to watch television because there was a lot of tele, television bands, you know. Um, and... Uh, also, we had to eat it and all that because it was snacks and stuff. I used to love that. It was literally one of the things I used to look forward to. That's how sad my childhood was. Um, <laughs> the things I you used to put the You've got to put the... You've got to put the podcast button in there for... Oh, we, you know, that needs to be put in. We need some sound effects. We really should start doing some sound effects. The problem is with the sound effects is it requires more editing from me. And in the moment, I've got a good thing going. I push like two, maybe three buttons. Now we don't have to, to get rid of all the swearing in that now. Because we're allowed to go explicit. But yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I If I treat myself, I might treat myself to a cherry pie afterwards. And just put my feet up and just watch something on Netflix. But like literally watch it because normally okay. I just have stuff going on in the background whilst I'm doing work and stuff. But I might literally just say, screw this. I will just not do it for the rest of the day. I'm just doing this until I go to sleep. And I'll wake up the following day and do my usual day. I don't feel like doing anything that you said, like being exerting myself. I don't feel like doing that as a cleansing. I feel like I just want to wash oh. everything away, not have to sweat it out. Okay. Oh. But to be fair, I could just do the do it both. I could just do it, it um, do the sweating out part in the gym, and then I'll do a nice um, like they have mint showers and that, don't they, at the spa? So if I did a a baptismal water, because I do quite like making baptismal okay. waters actually. I'm not one of these ones for moon waters and that, but I like a good baptismal water. I might do that, and I might 
pour that on myself and stood on the coin. Or I could stand on lots of coins, couldn't I? And then I could put them all in different <laughs> places in little boxes all over the place. Oh dear. Because I mean, if you're talking about getting pleasure from something, I do get pleasure, pleasure from watching the misfortunes of other people. Like people say that I'm very patient listening to them, listening to them talk about their problems and that. And they often apologize for, you know, going on and on and moaning and stuff. I always find it therapeutic because I always, in my head, I'm thinking, I'm so glad I'm not you. <laughs> and I do find it therapeutic oh, to actually hear people moan, as long as they don't go on and on and on, because I do dislike people that repeat themselves. I do find it quite therapeutic watching people moan, because it really does make me feel appreciative of the charmed existence I have. And... It doesn't make me a bad person because I don't then turn around and tell the person that I lead a charmed existence and that I've never had to go through any of the shit they're going through. Um, I I just keep that quiet. I just do the, oh, yeah, hmm. it's not your fault, though. You know, interchangeable with various different things. I think we're almost at the end of the regular edition of the podcast. We are. I think. I think in the next part, uh, you know, behind the watershed. I think what we're going to have to talk about is kind of this high-low magic balance that we were talking about the other day um, and actually about having a balanced practice. All right, by then. So events like... They're gone now. They're gone, Chris. The, 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 the riffraff has gone. They haven't made it past the Patreon barrier. So um, you don't need to tell... <laughs> The patrons know what you're going to talk about. You just need to actually talk about it. So high magic versus low magic. That you don't like the sounds of high magic versus low magic. You know how much I hate that. But I, I kind of feel like we kind of have to cover it. Um, on the basis that we were talking about it the other day. Um, as part of your one of the options that might avoid you having the problem that you've had currently. What my so Saturn return kind of and times. all the planets go in retrograde, <laughs> and various other people that are keep coming to me with uh, desperate problems. I mean, people come to me with yeah. desperate problems in general, but I'm getting a lot of people come to me for no. I don't want you to use magic. I just want you to hear my problems. And for me, it's like oh. I can do so much of that, but then I'm too, you know, robots like to uh, troubleshoot. So I like okay. to go into, well, let's do this, this, this. No, I just want you to listen. Okay, I will listen. So, I don't know. We can talk about what you want to talk about, Mr. Chris. Oh, he really must, he really must be struggling. He wants to listen to me for a change. Um. Well, I do get accused yeah, of cutting my, you off, what I was apparently. I don't know if that's on here or on the Fancy Witches. But the problem is that the people don't listen, know because they don't edit this. We do this over Skype, but we record separately. Which means I have to marry the two recordings together. And there can be some lags where it delays in certain places. So I have to chop bits out so that it makes sure. And every now and then I can chop a, yes, you're right, Liam, into it. 
because you said it once on one of the early recordings and I've saved the file so I can just insert it whenever <laughs> I say something. <laughs> yeah, which is the other reason I don't listen to the full edit at the end very often because otherwise I get pissed off at the fact it's changed. Yeah, Chris, Chris also it doesn't, doesn't match my recollection. Chris also do- isn't aware of the occasional song I put at the end of the podcast either. He doesn't know anything about any of that so that'll be just our little secret patrons, all right? Uh, that might be why there was a mass exodus last week. Did you add it to last week? No, I didn't. Um, but the last one I added was from the Book of Mormon. And it, someone oh, did yes, message they did me love to that. say thank you very much because it was brilliant. So I'm glad I did, did it. Love that. There is another one I'd like to add from the Book of Mormon, which is possibly the most politically incorrect song I've ever heard. And it's bang to offend someone. So I would like to put that, but it needs to kind of be relevant. That's what the pa- that's what the patrons pay for. Let's face it, you being you being rude. Well, it's um, not me because I didn't record it, and it's not a, it's not a musical written by me. <laughs> no, but you're using it to full stop your own agenda, Liam. I am wondering whether we should do um, an entire podcast on it though, because it does raise some very interesting points. With regards to AIDS and other such things. <laughs> I do I do love the Book of Mormon. We we could do that. But then we get told off frequently. Does that count as popular culture? It does Surely because it's, it's written by the same people that wrote <laughs> right, South Park. So I'm pretty sure it's pop culture. Okay. So the um we definitely need to put that on the agenda. Um, I don't know what we would call we that would one, call but I'm sure it you'll come up with something. Hasadiga Ibulbai. Okay. Um, sorry, we're going back to the actual topic now. And that is relevant, Otherwise because you'll find... in times when there's nothing to say, Mary Poppins would say supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, but that's quite positive. In the Book of Mormon... All of the villagers and that, they say Hasadiga Ibuwai. Whenever there's a problem, that's what they say. And then having a saying, as they say... Please don't start that. Having a saying, it doesn't solve any of your problems, but having a saying somehow makes you feel better. Okay. We're going into the world of mantras there too. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Because my current saying is, oh, for fuck's sake. But that don't fix the problem. But it does actually make me feel a little bit better. It really is. It does make me feel better. I think I've I've actually heard you say that more than I've heard you say anything else for the last couple of weeks. It's been really bad, Liam. Okay. And to the point that it's been so bad, I haven't enjoyed it. okay. Normally, Normally, I enjoy... When shit what? goes wrong, that's for you. really horrible because it's because <laughs> it's so rare. So that when you have when you have a bad day, I'm kind of like, oh, Liam, oh. But there's a little part of him that's kind of like <laughs> um, that's really fucking horrible. Come on, you you used to you used to call my life your your equivalent of having EastEnders. So I don't see that how that's any worse. 
used to live for the drama in my life. I'm boring these days. You are very days. boring these days, to be fair, yeah. No. There's a certain magical coin anyway. that I'm going to send to you that will make your life very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Look out for that. <laughs> you can, you can fuck right off. The um, so high magic versus low magic. I'm hoping I don't need to explain this to anybody, but again, I probably will. So we have, as you most of you will know, will have kind of pushed you through at some point. Um, a scratch testing and as part of the scratch testing we try and make sure um, that you and you are covering the, the obvious bases to me and Liam so with the obvious bases for us mostly goes through planetary energies um, what people probably don't realize is that falls into the category of high magic um, where you're dealing with energy-based or um, energy-based work which doesn't involve any core um, solidity of the um, of what do you call it what do they call it here the um, laws of physics that's the one um, so because you don't have to adhere to that therefore it kind of falls in the high high magic category um, and obviously in some ways that's what almost all uh, ceremonial magicians only do um, and then you get the opposite end with the hoodoo lot who do a bit of a mix um, but you get kind of more folk magic tends to fit on the lower end obviously there'll be some uh, some um, high magic in there manipulation of energy but the majority of it is going to hit the low end uh, bodily functions uh, cardinal cardinal elements um, kind of puts you in the lower end so the best way to practice is obviously making sure that you use both of these systems so that when you have a power outage like Liam has with the uh, with every planet deciding to suddenly go into retrograde obviously for most people that's not going to be as explosive as that um, you, you're never going to occur well I don't even know how often this happens I probably should have figured that out before we mentioned this, but um, I'm sure one of you can give me that answer. But the the idea is that if you are particularly unbalanced in one area or the other, we always get you to balance try and balance the equation. So if you arrive to us and you're very mercurial, we'll try and balance you out, get, you know, to make sure that you've got a good enough experience across the entire planetary system. And then obviously, while Liam's talking about that, I'll normally make you and test you on on the kind of cardinals, on the low magics. Um, try and get you involved in things like some weather magic, stuff like that, where you can approach from both ends of the spectrum, both in the high magic version uh, by getting to know spirits and working energetically. Um, and then from the kind of low magic end, understanding and connecting through emotion is the is the kind of obvious choice for that that kind of really does uh, stick close to humanity uh, and the physical bodies. So the we teach in that way in order to kind of try and balance you out as best as possible, whether or not any of you actually realise that's what we're doing. Um, but that tends to be what the beginners with us, and I don't mean beginners as in new to magic, I mean people that start off 
the mentoring programme with us in order to get a better understanding of of their practice. We will try and balance you out on those those things to make sure that power outages like this don't work uh, on you in that same way. Obviously, this is a really unfortunate one. Um, but, you know, people that are affected by Mercury retrograde, for example, um, which is, you know, essentially an illusion, but it does have a planetary impact if you're not uh, if you're not particularly strong in the mercurial end and also for people that kind of either end of the really high end, if that makes sense. Um, so people that are really, really mercurial, overbalanced in one way, or people that aren't mercurial at all will probably feel the, expense, the extent of a mercury retrograde. Obviously, this really does balance, need to be balanced out with your uh, natal chart. You'll know exactly kind of where your weaknesses are, but you can um, work on that to balance those out so that these sorts of things don't affect you. So because really something like Mercury retrograde shouldn't be affecting your practice. Um, I know we already did one on um, retro a couple of weeks, a couple of weeks ago, a month or so ago, Liam. Um, you know, because really retro Mercury was that something like that. Um, you know, at the end of the day, this shouldn't, a good practitioner shouldn't be affected by Mercury retrograde. So, you know, if you're being affected in that way, then there's something that you've not figured out. So that might be that you're over-reliant on Mercury and aren't using the others as well as you should be, or you're at the opposite end where you don't use Mercury at all. Um, anybody that's got a kind of mix mishmash of them all, We'll probably have a better chance of surviving Mercury retrograde. Um, I must say it doesn't affect me but then I don't do as much high magic as most. Um, I do a lot more these days. It but doesn't never affect used to. me either to be honest with the Mercury retrograde but Mercury is a lower planet anyway. It's the lowest, it's technically low magic because yeah, it course. is the uh, the triplicate, the triangle of manifestation, the low one. So it's what all of the fucking Wiccans and that yeah. use, whether they're aware the of or not. They're probably not. Um, but yeah, it's one <laughs> of the ones that they rely on the most. So the ceremonial magicians definitely do. But yeah, talking a scratch test in, yeah. the Dark Virgin's booked in for a scratch test in next week. I'm not sure she knows it yet, but she is. Are we going <laughs> to... <laughs> oh yes because she's close enough for us to finally actually do a face-to-face -face, isn't it oh brilliant that's really good um so yeah so there's there are multiple factors but the 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 beauty of the way in which we do these things kind of tries its best to balance you out in the way that we should um so that things like this don't affect you like Liam said, at the you know Mercury retrograde really shouldn't affect any of you, um, because you should be practicing at a level that at least covers the base planets. Um, like Liam says, um, triangle of manifestation. The slightly the next lot obviously becomes more complicated, and eventually once you you know get to the beyond the abyss stuff. Um, 
you really shouldn't be affected by anything below Saturn. So, um, talked about this on the weaving. It was oh, the I've weaving planets podcast. We talked a little bit about the triangles and that, and we were. I think we were talking about textile magic versus uh, meets planetary magic, and we were talking about making combinations of the different planetary energies and that. That was a fun one. That was one of my favouritest ones. That was the Weaving Planets one. It was a fun one, actually. I still haven't gone ahead and made those chords. And I won't be making the Master Chord anytime soon. Um, I don't think I trust any of you people with that, uh, personally. Um, I don't think that'll be commercially um, publicly available. Maybe for the select few of you. But I'd really need to be sure what I was hand... You know. Need to be be sure you know who you're handling these nuclear weapons to. Um, But yeah, I've lost my train of thought, Liam. You're going to have to redirect me. Well, you were talking high magic, low magic. You were supposed to be explaining the difference between them. So essentially, anything that involves affecting the physical physical world in any way shape or form is a low magic anything that involves affecting things outside of the physical world or outside of this universe would be considered a higher magic that includes delving into deeper regions of a person or things soul that kind of thing um much of witchcraft tends to revolve around low magic because the aspects of high magic that are in it are often kept secret um, and it's not so much kept secret because I don't think it's kept secret because it's well no actually there, there are a lot of witches that still go on about you know there are sacred things that shouldn't be talked about to the uninitiated that kind of thing I have a romanticised view. I think that all witches are, you know, going at wanting to help others when that's really not the case, is it? So, no, forget that. There, The high magic no. is not tend to be something that you see in a lot of witchcraft out there publicly because it is, A, kept secret because it's kept sacred and not supposed to be something that's given to people that don't deserve it or haven't proved their worth. The second thing which is kind of more our cup of tea, would be you might not see as much of it out there publicly because it requires a level of understanding in order to even begin to comprehend what you're working on. So in other words, unless you've got experience in magic and are proficient at magic, you're not even going to be able to have the conversations that would be required to talk about higher sorts of magic. So it's basically too complicated. So there's some that keep it because they they cling to the idea that it's sacred. And I can kind of see that, although I personally don't agree with it, because let's be fair to me, there ain't a huge amount of things that are sacred. I'm perfectly happy to talk to anyone about any of the magical things that I do. Um, that are foundational, pre-foundational, intermediate or advanced. I don't mind talking about it. I don't care. I'm not the sort of person that turns around and said, well, I can't tell you that. 
However, if I do say something, if you don't understand it, that would be the gatekeeping. That would be the, we can't have the conversation because you're not getting to that level. You haven't got that experience yet. Um, there are things that have cropped up recently talking to people yeah. and they say about, you know, we have a, a conversation about something and they've said before about, well, I would personally, or we would tell anyone anything, but we don't want to spoil it, you know? But then there's also people that are working on said people working on top secret projects. And with the top secret project, they don't want to reveal it because they consider it to be advanced or secret because it's something they haven't yet worked out, which is quite amusing. So you do see a lot of that. You know, it isn't just the fact that things are sacred, I suppose. It's also that there's a fear of well, if I don't fully understand it, I'm not going to have a conversation about this because I need to get my head around it first before I can even start talking about it, which there are some, there are flaws to that approach, but at the same time, it is what it is, isn't it? Um, I don't know, where are we going with this? Yeah, and like, I think, I think it's a, it's a worthy little rabbit hole to go down. The, um, you know, it is one of those, it is one of those things where, there are certain types of i think it's because the insta witches have ruined the word gatekeeping for me um that makes me iffy to use it um because they use it for you know telling someone about tarot cards and i don't see how that's bloody gatekeeping any way shape or form but the um or why you'd even put a gate on that but never mind um you know there is there is an appropriate level and I and that I struggle to call it gatekeeping, even though it is, um, is where you are going to assume something based on that answer. And I think that's where I struggle with going. Are you sure you're ready for this conversation? And the reason then that is because I wouldn't use the word ruin it, mm. but I do know what those people mean by using that phrase. I just uh, my I struggle with it because that's a step up from where that person is or, or several steps up from where that person is and actually if they misinterpret what i then say and it it then causes them to do something wrong in their practice because they don't have that middle bit so you know we often talk about kind of beginning middle end in lots of ter you know in lots of phrases uh, in lots of different kinds of practice so and I kind of I do worry that if somebody misses that middle part, then makes a wrong assumption based on the information I then give them. Is that then my fault? Like, you know, like and I think that's where I worry um, when it goes to kind of going, well, actually, I'd rather be the dickhead who gatekeeps, but keeps that person safe from actually kind of go. So when they then go, OK, you know, when have we ever said don't come you know don't come back or don't want to talk about it in that kind of true sense the word of gatekeeping um whereas we would kind of go okay well when you've gone and understood this come back and ask the questions you've got then because the questions you've got then will get you actually interesting answers um i find for me when someone goes oh well just tell me everything that is too big a subject in order to fit everything in and tell it you 
in the order that is relevant to the practice that you're doing. So if I find um, somebody that's got to, you know, come across, uh, come across and learn something completely alien to them um, without actually hitting the kind of milestones between, if they're not, and I think your judge of doing that is always the best way, Liam, where you kind of go, OK, well, when you can ask me the question that is relevant to that kind of information, I know you understand enough in order to actually hear the answer. Um, it's still frustrating when you when I've seen you do that. But at the same time, like I can imagine how frustrating that is on the receiving end um, is the fact that actually you know, that is tough for people to sw to swallow because you're kind of, well, how am I supposed to know what questions to ask if you don't tell me nothing? Um, that is about you going actually having a learned experience, then coming back and asking a, for lack of a better phrase, intelligent question that allows you, um, allows you to kind of make that, make that judgment that we can then actually give you an answer that you're going to be able to do something with because that's the thing at the end of the day why would me or Liam or which is of of our caliber actually waste the time telling you something you can't can't absorb and are therefore going to ask us again potentially six months later or a year later and still not be ready for, necessarily ready for the answer um I know we've got ourselves in trouble by doing things like that and been accused of gatekeeping in the past but I think that's an appropriate way to behave. Um, you know, I'm happy to sit you through any, anything to get you there. But if that is too big a jump for me to have one conversation that gets you to the point that you understand what we're talking about, then that is far too much time spent wasted. You need to go right, and learn Are you on the Thursday Witches thing? Because we've got to do it in 43 seconds. So... Goodbye, everyone. This podcast is a little bit shorter because we're about to go and do the Pasty Witches show now. Um, but I will leave you with this. In this part of Africa, we all have a say. Whenever something bad happens, we just throw our hands to the sky and say, Hasadiga Ibowai. Hasadiga Ibowai? It's the only way to get through all these troubled times. There's war, yeah. poverty, yeah. famine. But having a saying makes it all seem better. There isn't enough food to eat. Hasadiga Ibowai. People are starving in the street. Hasadiga Ibowai. Well, that's pretty neat. Does it mean no worries for the rest of our days? Kind of. We've had no rain in several days. And 80% of us have AIDS. Many young girls here get circumcised. The clits get caught right off. Well, and so we say. Now you try. <laughs> Just stand up tall, tilt your head to the sky, and list off the bad things in your life. 
But he took our luggage away. The plane was crowded and the bus was late. When the world is getting you down, there's nobody else to blame. Raise your middle finger to the sky and curse his rotten name. Wait, what? Hasadiga Ibowai. Am I saying that? Excuse me, sir, but, but what exactly does that phrase mean? Well, let's see. Ibowai means God, and Hasadiga means fuck you. So I guess in English it would be fuck you, God. Hasadiga Ibowai. What? When God fucks you in the butt. Hasadiga Ibowai. Fuck God right back in his cunt. Hasadiga Ibowai. sir, but you should really not be saying that. Things aren't always as bad as they seem. Oh, really? Well, take this fucking asshole Matumbo here. He got caught last week trying to rape a baby. What? Why? Some people in his tribe believe that having sex with a virgin will cure their AIDS. There aren't many virgins left, so some of them are turning to babies. But that's horrible. I know. Hasadiga Ibowai. Here's the butcher. He has AIDS. Here's the teacher, she has AIDS. Here's the doctor, he has AIDS. Here's my daughter, she has a wonderful disposition. She's all I have left in the world. And if either of you lays a hand on her, I will give you my AIDS. If you don't like what we say, try giving here a couple days. Fuck you got in the ass mouth and cunt Fuck you got in the ass mouth and cunt Fuck you in the eye Fuck you got in the ass